Welcome to the Talent Exchange. Welcome back. I'm Jess, Head of Marketing at Networks. We connect great talent with fantastic businesses nationwide through intuitive applicant tracking technology and supportive recruitment campaigns. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Sarah Luti, Project Coordinator at Networks. Sarah plays an integral role in the implementation process, onboarding new clients at Networks and supports them through the challenges that come with embarking on a change process. Implementation is critical to the long-term success and return on investment of applicant tracking technology. And Sarah joins us today to share more about managing those fears, mapping clear milestones and how best to engage in the process for a smooth transition. So please introduce yourself for the listeners, Sarah. Yeah, so I'm Sarah Lutic. I'm the project coordinator here at Networks Recruitment. When I first joined Networks two years ago, I was hired to take care of new and ongoing projects within the implementation team. So I am the first point of contact for all our new clients once their order is confirmed, and then we start work on their new implementation of their ATS. Some of my key responsibilities include introducing them to our project management software, Networks Boards. I also talk them through their typical project lifecycle, assign them their project consultant, We build project plans, attend project meetings and assist them with any day-to-day project queries. I deal with a multitude of random emails every day and no two days are the same. The other element of my job that has evolved over probably the last 12 months is being involved with our IT and development teams to help project manage our internal developments. I've helped to streamline and formalise our development cycle to ensure we provide more accurate deadlines and that developments are scoped correctly from the beginning. Also making sure that the business has an awareness of what's going on behind the scenes to ultimately help benefit our clients and users. My job involves many other things and I like to think that clients know they have a point of contact within the implementation team at all times that they can come to if anything needs escalating, they need feedback or they just want someone to talk to. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us today on the Talent Exchange to share all of your expertise and knowledge around implementations. Undertaking a change in software can be incredibly daunting with lots of new features and functionality to explore, stakeholders to train, processes to remap. Therefore, the implementation process is absolutely critical and I'm sure you will agree. At Networks, we have an implementations team, which Sarah is obviously part of, and supporting clients to move across from other providers or build a system from scratch to suit their needs and requirements is a lot about what Sarah has just shared in her introduction there. So what are the most common fears about the implementation stage when you're starting to work with clients, Sarah? So obviously clients want our projects to run smoothly and we're here to support all the different phases as a project. We'll help to map out all tasks in advance. We'll look at any dependencies that need to be considered and just help to ensure that the project is slick and on schedule. We want to help you avoid any unwanted curveballs along the way and ensure that there's minimal stress for everyone involved. I think a part of this is ensuring that we stick to deadlines. And that's something that I think is always a bit of a delicate subject when undertaking a new project. We always discuss with our clients at the beginning of the project what their projected go live dates are and if there are any other deadlines or cutoffs that could impact the project with networks. So, for example, if the client has a current ATS provider and they're expiring, we need to make sure that we have a replacement up and running for that cutoff date. 
They also may have other projects going on within the business that may impact deadlines and resource internally. So we'll do everything within our power to ensure that those deadlines are met. Workload and capacity is always a hot topic because recruitment teams, HR teams and businesses in general are all extremely busy at the moment. So the time needed to implement new software can sometimes be daunting. But we have done everything possible to reduce the hours needed from a client perspective to implement our ATS. We outline from the offset where time will be needed so that it can be planned weeks in advance to ensure there's sufficient availability. It's also important that we make sure that key stakeholders and important steps of the process are planned out. We run very detailed and flexible consultation sessions with every new client to carefully consider and advise on all aspects of their recruitment. We offer tips on best practice and how to streamline current processes to ensure every step is as efficient as possible for all your team members. And as much as everything is planned out and we follow a standard process with all our clients, we adapt depending on their specific requirements. Some clients do like to follow a more traditional project with plans, meetings booked in advance, with tasks and lists assigned with plenty of notice. And for others that work far more agile and maybe part of a smaller team, some things need to be more digestible in bite-sized chunks and just in general more flexible to be accommodating to their fast pace of working. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was a really comprehensive explanation about the the challenges that uh, people face when they're going through that sort of implementation and the common fears that people have, time being a critical one there. A lot of fears can be alleviated through good communication and following some of the project management principles that you bring to life and you've just shared a little bit about there. What would you say are the key stages of software implementation projects? So we have key steps in every project. There's approximately seven that we work through. And these have been developed from experience of implementing hundreds of ATSs over the years and what we think has worked best for our clients. Just to give you a quick run through of what those steps are, we do initialization stage with all our clients where we introduce them to the team and we get an introduction to their business. We'll then move on to the consultation sessions where we're looking at mapping out processes. That will then lead into a build and testing phase, which fits with the consultant that will be assigned. We then have a walkthrough, which is the first point of seeing an end-to-end demonstration of their system and what's being discussed before they move on to a hands-on training session with one of our trainers. That will then lead into the user acceptance testing period before they sign off the system and go live. One of the most important things we've noticed and that's really helpful is to break down the project into two phases. So the first phase that we run encapsulates the entire recruitment process up to the point of offer and any additional modules that the client may have purchased. Whereas the second phase focuses on the offer processes, data extraction and any reporting needs that they might have. We find this helps clients get live with their ATS as soon as possible and begin posting vacancies. It is also more absorbable for the client if their system is to be broken down into two chunks, as opposed to having to learn the full system end to end in one go. A lot of the time as well, there are different team members that need to be involved in the pre and post offer processes. So this prevents time wasting by not having, for example, the post offer team members present for training on areas of the system that really they will never touch. That's a really nice, clear process. Thank you for sharing that, Sarah. And I think a lot of people will feel reassured that there is a clear process in place and some strong communication to to walk them through that. Some great points. Thank you. 
there are a number of milestones within software implementation. I know that some of those key process points you just shared are part and parcel of those milestones. What would you say are the other milestones that you share with clients to ensure everything goes smoothly and all parties are pleased with the timeline? Yeah, so as you mentioned, the key milestones very much reflect the phases that we've just previously mentioned. But working based on waterfall project methodologies, we will not progress to the next phase until the previous one has been signed off and completed. We keep track of this through the phases and using networks boards, our in-house project management software, which every client gets access to at the start of their project to help keep track of progress and keep the lines of communication open and visible for all involved. It is important to set expectations and we do this in the first couple of calls with the client where we talk through in detail the phases of the project and where the client needs to be most involved. We share a client specific Google site edited to their order and requirements to reflect the work that's needed from their end to complete the project. Delivery of client information and information return in general is also really important. It's fairly self-explanatory that in order to build a system effectively, we need information relating to the processes of the organisation. And this, again, is all outlined on the project board, so no one's left in the dark. There's also another part of the project that runs parallel, which is to do with the design. This will be fully supported by one of our designers in-house who are available via email and for calls to ensure that the customizable templates that we offer as part of the ATS really encapsulate your brand. Testing is another really important element of the system and getting the ATS live. And that will be supported by our service desk team who work with you to look at any amendments, bug fixes, tweaks, or just general queries you might have while testing. And it's extremely important that all of these are raised at this stage so that we can iron out any problems before go live. Go live again being a daunting process for some clients as we don't want to launch a system that isn't quite right for you. So the service desk remains in place throughout your entire time with networks and post go live to ensure that any issues and questions you might have are resolved. And getting buy-in from business is key. So we want to make sure for you that the go live process is as smooth as possible, hassle-free, and hence as putting real onus on the testing so that those issues are ironed out pre-go live. Wow, there's quite a lot for people to take in there. And I know that you've, you've shared that we've done everything we can to streamline that process, but these projects can be pretty large and quite transformational for a number of organisations. Therefore, it can be quite difficult to know who to involve and when to involve them. So Sarah, what would your advice be about who should be involved? What key stakeholders should be part of this process? So my number one bit of advice would be to assign a project lead. And those are not always product owners, but it ideally needs to be an individual that should have a strong balance between being technically minded and having a bit of IT confidence, as well as having detailed knowledge of the day-to-day -day recruitment processes of the organisation. You obviously need to make sure that you involve project main stakeholders and set an initial task force for when the project starts with representatives from all key areas of the business. No client team is going to have the same capacity or makeup and clients are often open with us about their levels of IT and technical skills. Ultimate eSystem is going to have a product owner or main contacts who will look after the final say of the configuration. There can certainly be too many cooks in the kitchen with these types of projects. Everyone will get their say during the testing period, but ultimately there needs to be a concise team of decision makers who sign off the agreed processes. 
Some of our clients also allocate project management resources from within their organisation. And whilst we don't discourage this, it's definitely not a necessity. Using Networks boards, myself and your assigned consultant will facilitate the project and provide any necessary project support that's needed. Another key bit of advice is to utilise part of the selection criteria to help decide key areas that need reflecting in the overall project build. And the best people to do that are those that have been involved in the sale and tender processes. And it's really important that they're there in the meetings in the beginning to ensure that all requirements are provided by networks. These are what we call measurable goals. And we like to set those out from the offset to make sure that they're either delivered or on track to be delivered by the end of the project. So some of our listeners there might be just about to start their journey on selecting an ATS and be, be thinking about the implementation and, and be a little bit nervous about the, the changes that they're about to embark on. Do you have any advice for those who are about to you know, implement a new ATS? Being prepared definitely helps. And whilst we don't need you to know every task that needs to be completed in, as part of your processes or necessarily by who, we do need you to know what needs to be completed. So you need to come with an understanding of what is currently being done within your organisation, whether that's within a current ATS, whether you're doing it via email or even by paper. And as part of the recruitment process, you need to let us know if you're not happy with what's currently going on within your processes so we can help streamline it and improve those processes. It's also really important to discuss timelines from the offset. We need to be clear, honest and also realistic about those timeframes. We'll always accommodate where possible to work to your deadlines, but there also needs to be a commitment from the client, especially in key phases such as testing. Our standard turnaround is six to eight weeks. We've also been known to do this quicker if required and supported by the client and also longer. If six to eight weeks isn't feasible for a client based on other workloads and commitments, we can work with you on that to ensure that it meets your deadlines. Communication is also really key. So if you're having issues or you're unsure about a task or just facing delays, then we need to know about that as soon as possible. We'll make it clear who you can talk to about these issues and I'm always available via email along with your consultant. We're very experienced and we're here to support you and you should never be left feeling unsure or uneasy about any of the process. Some really good tips and advice there, Sarah. Thank you for sharing those and, and some notes there for the listeners to take down who are embarking on that new journey. So at this point in the podcast, we like to add a little bonus question. Just looking forward to the months ahead, any trends and things that are coming up. So Sarah, what is one key trend you think is going to have an impact on talent acquisition in the next six months? Well, obviously, over the past 18 months, we've been hit with the pandemic. And I think this has really highlighted the ways in which recruitment and the software that companies use need to be more flexible especially with working from home and not being able to do everything in person or in the office. Offering bespoke implementation has been key over the past year, and I think it will continue to be vital in ensuring businesses offer slick and user-friendly solutions. This also includes being able to streamline current processes, even those steps that historically businesses may have supported outside of an ATS, such as signing documents, which we can now do digitally to involve less paper and working with companies like Experian to provide background checks so that, again, things can be done before a new starter begins. 
Fantastic. Definitely think that's a, an important trend and one that a lot of people are finding that they're going to be going through themselves over the next few months if they've not been going through that during the last 18 months as we've all had to sort of digitally transform and get used to this new way of working. And I don't think we're going to go backwards from here. It's been absolutely fantastic having you on today, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on the Talent Exchange. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed today's session on managing implementation and we hope you'll join us on our other podcast too, where we share insights, top tips and discussions on the latest HR and recruitment trends. To find out more about our processes and how we are supporting over 450 clients nationwide to attract, engage, manage and onboard top talent, head over to networksolutions.co.uk and visit the blog for more hints and tips on implementation. Until next time.